Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking about the fear of being alone. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm always super excited to bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, a psychotherapist in Houston, Texas. If you're new to this podcast, I want to welcome you with open arms. And for those of you that are loyal listeners, I appreciate you being here every single Wednesday. I love you all. And I am grateful for again, each and every one of you all. So today we're talking about the fear of being alone. Now, not everyone with anxiety experiences this, but this is a very, very, very common thing to feel when we have anxiety. We feel like we can't be alone. We feel like we need someone with us when we do the hard things that we feel are hard, whether it's going to the grocery store, whether it's driving, or even just being home. Some people feel like they can't be alone even in their own home. So what causes this? There's different reasons. Sometimes when we feel like we have anxiety, we feel that having that person around is comforting. And one of the fears that we that crosses our mind or that we think about is, what if something happens to me? When we have anxiety, we have a lot of physical symptoms. And a lot of times we still don't believe that it's just anxiety. And so we fear that what if I get a panic attack and I pass out or I have a heart attack or what if it's something else? What's going to happen to me? And so we feel like we need to have someone by our side, someone that we trust, someone that we feel comfortable with. And there are people, some of my clients, that end up needing to be around someone all the time. Let's say they're um, stay-at-home wives and they need to go to their mom's house during the day to be okay. This is very, very common. Now, I'm thinking here of the patients that I've seen and I can think of maybe 50 or more, actually more, of actual patients that that has happened to, where they feel like they can't be alone. They fear, what if I have a panic attack? What if this, what if that? This is what I usually tell my patients. Do they carry Xanax? Are they going to do something for you? Now, they do give bring comfort, but if you're going to have a panic attack, no one can really do anything for you doesn't matter who they are. It could be the anxiety doctor with you every single day. It's not going to do or make a difference. Yes, we feel better, but if you have a full-blown panic attack, it's going to happen. And a reminder that most panic attacks, if you don't try to stop them, if you don't get fearful of them, if you just let them be, they will become shorter and shorter and they will become less and less. Learning not to fear 
a panic attack, learning not to fear your anxiety, learning to be alone and be okay is very important. For those of you that need to have someone, you want to start thinking about being alone and visualizing yourself being alone, being at home, seeing what do you want to do? I love being at home alone. What do you want to do? See it as something exciting for you to do. Man, if I'm alone, this is what I want to do. I want to relax. I want to watch whatever I want. I want to walk around naked in my home. Whatever it is that you feel you want to do, start visualizing yourself at home alone. Now, the first few times that you do this, you might get a little anxious because the mind, remember, doesn't know the difference between when we visualize and when we're actually doing something. So anxiety will kind of creep in, but that's okay. You want to make sure that you start doing this, visualizing yourself alone, you know, visualizing yourself going to the grocery store alone, visualizing yourself driving alone. When you are, or when you do this often, you're desensitizing your brain and your body to be more comfortable with doing those things. And then you can start doing exposures, slowly doing things for maybe half a day or an hour or 15 minutes, five minutes, two minutes, three minutes. You know what's best for you. When you start doing exposures, when you start doing things that are hard and you start doing things by yourself, do what you can and praise yourself after that. You know what you can do and how long and what you want. So even if it's a very, very small exposure, praise yourself. Do it and praise yourself. Praising yourself is very important. I've talked about this before, but for those of you that fear being alone, you want to make sure that you don't get comfortable with having a safe person. That doesn't mean that you can't have someone that you can count on, someone that you trust, to call whenever you need them. But if you're trying to heal and you have this safe person and you still feel like they're the ones that need to be around you to be safe, you're doing yourself more harm than good because they're not going to be able to be with you 24-7 all the time. You want to make sure that you create your safe space as you you are your safe space. When you learn to be your own safe person and your body is your own safe space, anxiety will go away. And the beauty of doing that is that you can take your safe person and your safe space anywhere, which means wherever you're at, you're going to be fine. You will not have panic attacks. When you learn how to be your own safe space and your own safe person, that's when we feel at peace and we feel good and we can go anywhere and we can do anything, anything we want to do and feel okay. Again, when you're creating someone else or something as your safe person, safe space, safe, we can't take your safe space everywhere. If your safe space is at home, and that's the only place that you feel at peace and where you don't feel anxiety, 
you cannot take your safe space everywhere. And you don't want to just live at home and not leave your home. And when you're creating a safe space with someone, a person is your safety, you cannot take them everywhere. Learning how to create peace and tranquility within you, in your own self, in your own body, learning not to fear your body, that is the key to healing. Learning these techniques as far as breath work and anxiety, I mean, uh, meditation and all these other things that I talk about is to make you feel safe in your own body and to learn that you can create peace and tranquility and calmness in your own body. And then eventually visualizing what you want to do, what you want to do that you're not doing, that you're avoiding. You want to visualize the things that you're avoiding and visualize yourself not avoiding them. Visualize yourself doing the things that you want to do and that you need to do. And then eventually doing exposures. That is the key to healing. Again, you do not want to create someone else as, as your safe person. We cannot guarantee that they're going to be with us forever. We cannot guarantee that they can go with you everywhere. Creating you as your safe person and safe space, again, I'm going to repeat it, is the key. Learning not to fear your body, learning not to fear the anxiety, because again, will anxiety go away completely? I've said this in several episodes. Anxiety is a normal emotion. A little bit of anxiety is important for us to stay safe. The brain, the amygdala, is there to protect us. And it creates doubt and it creates a little bit of anxiety to get you to be able to run out of harm's way. Panic attacks are not good. We shouldn't have panic attacks. We shouldn't live in the fight or flight all the time. We should regulate our nervous system to be normal and to have that little bit of anxiety when needed. So anxiety will not completely go away, but the panic will. Learning not to fear these symptoms, learning not to fear our own bodies is very, very important. And I want to remind you that you can heal. You can get better and you will get better. I want to empower you to know that you are going to get better. You need to put in the work, a little bit of work, but you will get better. That is all for now. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. I am extremely grateful to each and every one of you all for making this podcast one of the top anxiety podcasts in the world. I appreciate each and every one of you all. We also will be hosting, I'll be doing a workshop February 24th. If you have listened to this or listening to this after February 24th, 2024, you can still purchase this as a pre-recorded course. But if you're listening to this prior to February 24th, 2024, join us. It's a live workshop. We, it's via Zoom, but it's live, meaning that I will be there talking to you about 
the intrusive thoughts and how that works and how to minimize the intrusive thoughts. And then I will open it up to questions and answers. I would love to have you. The information will be in the show notes. I appreciate you all. And I love you all very much. Always remember to be good to yourself and others. And I will see you soon. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at The Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.